begins with this gate drop. All right, I think it's live. Sorry, I'm trying to figure this all out. It's getting a little, it's getting a little wonky over here. I'm not as good at this stuff as Jesse. All right, there we go. We're live. Welcome to episode 59 of Power to the Ground podcast. You might notice that it is a little bit different here tonight. That is because Jesse got hung up at work, and I don't know what I was thinking, but I said, hey, instead of not doing anything tonight, let me try to run a live video just off of a whim. So bear with me here. I'm still trying to learn all this stuff out. Um, I don't have any fancy intros. I don't have... I, we're just we're held together with duct tape and bubble gums right now. This is uh welcome to the hot seat of how Down and Dirty with Doug typically operates. But on tonight's episode of Power to the Ground podcast, we are on episode 59 and we are going to go over some of the round 8 uh Orlando 2 stuff. We have Big Buck GNCC and I, hopefully you guys can't hear it, but right now I am currently watching the uh, Moto Fight Club car race. Uh, my brother is supposed to be over here shortly, so we will see how it all goes. Sorry, I'm still trying to get all this stuff figured out. Um, let's see how it works. So, for those of you watching live, don't forget to like, share, and comment on this video. It doesn't really matter what you say, it's just that you do it. Uh, also drop your questions, comments in the comment section at any point during the broadcast and we'll go through at the end of the show or probably what I'll doing since I'm just flying by the seat of my pants, I will probably jump on it right away if it's relevant. So um, before we start, uh, please consider going over to the number Oh man, I already messed this up. Please consider going over to power the number two theground.com and making a small donation on the donate page. A little bit goes a long way to helping this thing continue to grow and helps the prizes to get better and better. Or if you prefer, you can jump over to the store on the website and grab yourself some sweet PTTG merch. Either way, it's a huge help to keep this podcast going. Of course, neither of those work. If neither of those work, like, comment, and sharing helps us just as much. We're always struggling to try to get more and more reach every week, trying to put out a bunch of nice content for you guys to like it, share it, comment on it. Uh, we would greatly appreciate anything that you guys have to add. So, um, Also, we can't forget our, our great sponsors. You know, uh, no great podium speeches is, is great without sponsors. We have Bro Taco Hot Sauce, the best in the business. Um, in fact, I had one of those DiGiorno personal pizzas, a little pepperoni pizza like this big, put in the microwave three minutes, threw some brap sauce on it, takes it to a whole nother level. That brap sauce is good on anything. Um, and then right after that, because I was still hungry, I had some goulash. And I threw the brap sauce in the goulash, and I'll tell you what, when they say it goes on everything, it even made the goulash better. That's absolutely crazy. But if you stop over there, um, see Sean at, at Bro Taco, um, 
I think it's brotacofoods.com. Order you up some brap sauce. The pineapple is great. The avocado is great. Uh, use code PTTG and you'll get 20% off. So make sure you hit up Sean over there. He's uh, He got all this fancy new gear, so let's keep him on his toes. Let's show him that he didn't buy, buy one that was big enough. Um, and then we also have Sunstar, which is the number one OEM supplier of sprockets for all things dirt bikes. Well, all things dirt power sports really at all um and they're also one of the number one leading leaders in the aftermarket segment as well so they have the work z which is a great off-road uh that's what i run on my stuff lasts forever stainless steel lighter than steel and it lasts longer which is nice um they also have the works triple star that comes in a bunch of cool colors they got orange blue black the hard anno um, the hard anno is probably one of my favorites throwback to the old uh, the old 80s works bikes which I think is just an awesome color um, other than that we're always looking for sponsors too we got to fill this wall behind me with sponsor stickers and I still got plenty of room on my desk we gotta we gotta fill it up so uh, if, if you are interested in giving us a hand go ahead and reach out to us me or Jesse will try to get back to you now Let's go over some uh, some round eight stuff real quick. Uh, it was not not a great race for the 250s. Um, what was it? I'm pretty sure that we lost. Uh, who was it? Both Martin brothers. <laughs> They're gone. Um, who else did we lose? I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank. You guys are putting me on the spot. But it's, uh, so overall it was a real good race. Uh, Justin Cooper did kind of run away with it. Uh, he ended up in your number one spot. You got Cameron McAdoo coming in in number two. Number three was March Banks. We have Jalik Swole in number five and Hunter Lawrence in number, or Jalik Swole in number four and Hunter Lawrence in number five. Now this was the first weekend for the West. And I do have to say, I think, the East Coast is faster. I'm pretty sure that I would take Craig and Cole or Colt over over Cooper right now. I mean, besides Cooper, there's not really anyone else else up there. You got. I, I feel like everybody's hurt in the 250s. It's it's going to be a crapshoot every week. So, and luckily, with that being the first race of the West, we are looking at. The season stats will be the, uh, or your season point standings are going to be the same. So you got Justin Cooper in first place, Cameron McAdoo in second, Garrett Marchbanks in third, Jalik Swole in fourth, and Hunter Lawrence in fifth. Um, I didn't get to go down and break down segment times and stuff this week. It's been absolutely crazy. So. Like I said at the beginning, we weren't even completely certain if we were going to even have a show tonight. It's been that crazy for both me and Jesse running around. Um, in fact, I think, what was it, maybe 3 o'clock this afternoon, I was like, hey, I'm just going to jump on and do it, you know. We'll, so we'll see how it goes. But I don't know. Justin Cooper just absolutely ran away with this. He led all 19 laps, you know. He... Uh, I can't remember who got the whole shot. I think he probably... No, I don't think he did. Um, 
So, I mean, it's hard. And then you have the, uh, who was it, old Whackers, decided to smoke the medic, um, listening to the Pulp Show, listening to him explain it, everybody else explain it. I watched the video myself, talking to guys at work, talking to guys that called into work. Um, I can't really blame McAdoo for this. It's That was a crazy scenario. And overall, I do have to probably say that I, I can't say it's a racing deal, but that medic jumping out in front of him was probably not the smartest move. When I was at Indianapolis, we did see that happen twice in two races where the medic would just run out end of the track. Um, I get it when you're in the heat of the moment, you got to ride her down. You just want to get there. You want to help. But I think between him coming off the, the outside of that turn and using the bike to block the inside, as well as a tough block, it really left people nowhere to go. Um, he wasn't a hundred percent certain there was a, was a red flag. He was following all the rules. He, I mean, he was right behind Cooper going through there. That guy literally tried to bow finger the track and it didn't work out like it does in Hollywood. So it's, it's hard to say. Uh, we'll see if the AMA does do anything. I'd imagine if they were going to do anything to him, they would have already done it. Um, so I, I kind of doubt that we're going to see anything really come of that other than the, uh, the internet tough guys that get on there and just start talking a bunch of trash to him, sending him a bunch of threats and all that. And just get out of here with that stuff. You know, it's, uh, if you're not going to say it to somebody's face, don't send it to their Instagram. So we'll see how it all goes. Um, in the 450s, it was a uh, it was an interesting race. Uh, we ended up with Cooper Webb taking the number one spot, Marvin Musquin taking the number two spot, Justin Barsha with another strong finish in the third spot, Kenny Roxon coming out in the number fourth spot, and Jason Anderson in the number fifth spot. I don't think we have said his name all year except to ask what was wrong with him, like where to go. So that's that's kind of it, it's crazy to see Anderson up there. I'm I'm still a little lost. Uh, other than that, it's to do the uh, the Sunstar drive of the race. I do really have to say that I think. I think it went to Roxon. I'm pretty sure on the start he was going through the first turn. He had to have been 20th or 21st going across the whole shot line. And he really had probably the ride of his whole of his whole year uh, to get back up there to the fourth spot. Him and Eli Tomac had some, some good battles. Uh, and then you had Justin Barsha that was right in there. And we weren't, nobody was 100% certain what was going to happen with that. So... It is definitely, um, it, it, it was just amazing to watch him race like that. Um, unfortunately, it looked like Tomac kind of ran out of gas there at the end. I'm not really sure what happened. He uh, finished in the sixth spot, but I think he was pretty lucky to finish in the sixth spot based on how he was kind of falling away towards the end. Um, we were lucky enough to uh, be able to do another couch cross during this, and it was uh, it was definitely a fun night. And we were all on our seat or on the edges of our seat watching Barca, Barsha, Roxon, and Tomac just kind of battling there for the third, fourth, fifth position. And then it all just kind of, it all just kind of ran away, man. I'm not, 
I'm not 100% certain really what happened. Like I said, he looked like he just kind of he just kind of fell out. Uh, once Roxon got around him, he he looked like he threw out an anchor. Um, we did lose Adam Cien Cirillo, unfortunately. It I read that he cracked or fractured his collarbone, so he's going to be out for quite a while too. Um, I'm sure that I'm missing more people. The injury report when it came out this week was it was massive. So I really hope a lot of these guys heals up, especially uh, especially when we're looking at the the 250s. They're they're hurting this year. Those guys lost so much talent. It's uh it's kind of it hurts to watch. So hopefully. Oh, okay. So for whatever reason. The comments are not coming up on my phone where I can see them, but they are coming up on my computer. So let's see if I can get this figured out. There we go. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm still trying to get this stuff all figured out, guys. They usually Jesse does all this stuff. I'm just here for the beauty factor, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hit my mic, boom mic. See, trying to mess around, but it's uh. I agree with you, David. Uh, Hunter did look like he was uh, he was riding pretty well. Uh, I had high hopes for him. Of course, it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to put a lot of stock in him right now because I'm afraid he's going to get hurt. So uh, hopefully he he stays healthy and he keeps going. Um, and and yeah, Webb was absolutely smooth. He was he was on fire. So. It's uh, we'll see how it goes, but I don't, I don't know how cold it was. It could make a difference. I know that they were saying, um, when where were they running like Redbud or Millville? I think it was Millville, and they said it was a little, a little cooler out, and that it did make a huge difference. But with with Tomac doing most of his riding in in the Colorado area, I can't imagine that he would well. Not most of, I would probably say it during, you know, he probably rides there quite a bit, but I could see, I can't see the cold affecting him that bad and him being the only one that did get affected. You know, that's, um, I can't say that, that I can really put that down as a contributing factor, you know, uh, even though it very well could have been, it, it's hard to say. Um, and then we also had, uh, GNCC kicked off this weekend too. So Saturday was, I woke up, started watching uh, the Big Buck GNCC at one o'clock, and I don't think uh, we ended Couch Cross until well after uh, eleven o'clock. So it was a it was a great day of racing. Uh, we'll run through the uh, XC1 and XC2 of both ATVs and bikes. You know, um, we we do want to give a little love to the GNCC guys. So, uh, let's, uh, go ahead and run down through that. So with the XC one pro ATV from big buck, South Carolina, we have Bryson Neal taking the first spot, Walker Fowler taking the second spot, Hunter Hart, who's actually pretty young in this class came out of nowhere and finished in the third spot. Chris Boric in the fifth spot and John Glotta Jr. or Chris Boric in the fourth spot as plate number five. That one messed me up. But 
in the fifth spot, we had John Glotta Jr. So you have a lot of veteran talent up there with Hunter Hart stuck right in the middle. So it's a big Hunter Hart uh, experience sandwich, basically. Um, that was another great race. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys actually follow the GNCC, but both Bryson Neal and Walker Fowler both tipped over in the first turn of the first lap and had to fight. They were last and second to last, and they fought all the way back through the whole pro field to uh, come in first and second. In the XC2 Pro-Am class, uh, this is also for ATVs, we had Wyatt Wilkin in the number one spot, Ben Kowalski in the number two spot, Max Lindquist in the number three spot, Kenny Schick in the number four spot, and Tanner Walker in the number five spot. That's uh, that's five guys that are very excited that Austin Abney moved up to XC1 this year. So that's uh, that was another great race. Uh, of course, they're on the track at the same time as the XC1, so it, when you're watching it, you really have to know what bike looks like what bike. But it's uh, it's fun if you guys don't. If you guys haven't seen it, Racer TV streams it live, and it's free. So it's fun, especially on Saturday and Sunday uh, afternoons when there's not much else going on. You're kind of in between lunch and getting ready to go out with all your friends and hang out. Uh, jump over to racertv.com and, uh, and watch some GNCC racing. They had over 2,000 separate entries this weekend so that is definitely pretty uh that's a lot of people so hopefully it all hopefully they keep the counts up and we can uh watch a bunch more racing so in the uh xc1 open pro bike class that raced on sunday afternoon we had grant baylor in the number one spot bringing gas gas their first national victory so he had first race out and he put it on the podium that's uh that's definitely impressive we had thad duvall in the number two spot josh strang in the number three spot jordan ashburn in the number four spot benjamin kelly in the number five spot so if you do follow it you're probably well where's Stu? Uh, Stu baylor's a great guy um unfortunately he did wreck in a sprint enduro and he tore his stomach open so they didn't really want him to race they didn't think he was healed up quite enough that it would have not been an issue with how wet and and muddy it was so they they had him not race so that he didn't risk any type of infection if you followed uh last year the year before he has had an issue with that in the past so they definitely wanted to uh, try to keep him healthy, you know. Um, him not racing one race, I don't see it being a huge impact. I, I fully expect him to come out at the next race and, and really lay it down. So we'll see. Hopefully he's all healed up and we can uh, we can watch old Stu do what Stu does. In the XC2 250 Pro Bike class, we had Mike Witkowski. I think I said that right. Mike Witkowski, who is actually from Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, where they're doing the Moto Fight Club car race tonight. So maybe he's there. Uh, we had Craig DeLong in the number two spot, Landon Snodgrass in the number three spot, 
Evan Smith in the number four spot and Cody Barnes in the number five spot. And those guys had some uh, some real good battles. Uh, just looking at some of the times here, it looks like there was only a two-minute difference in between first and second and a 51-second difference in between second and third. So those boys are really getting it up there in that top three. So hopefully they keep it up uh, throughout the rest of the year. Um, other than that, I don't have the Pickums points. Uh, stay tuned to our website. Um, I know Jesse said that he was gonna was gonna try to get those out as soon as possible. But like we said, we've both been super jammed up with work. He had a big project going on at work that he's been working on, and I have two that is taking up pretty much all of our time. So unfortunately, we haven't had a whole lot of spare time to do anything except for sleep and hang out with our kids. So. There's no race this weekend. We are in an off off weekend, so there's not much to preview uh, except for the uh, the Moto Fight Club car, which it, it's 20 bucks and it looks pretty entertaining so far. So I've I think it's going to be a, a Deegan RC MC show on this thing going on right now, and it looks like they're they're getting ready to roll out here pretty soon, uh, which works out because I don't have much else to say. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or anything like that, I don't really see anybody uh, anybody posting a bunch of stuff like that. So uh, until next time, remember to visit powerthenumber2theground.com. Like, comment, and share this video, even though it is held together with bubble gum and duct tape tonight. Uh, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks. Peace.